Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello, we are recording directly from inside of a Mokumegane titanium superstructure. That's, that is true, we are uh, trapped inside, don't quite know um, how we what will get is. out uh, what or means. what it is, but, but that's um, where we are. We're, we're going to make it work. Um, and, and maybe one day we'll get out. Um, <laughs> um, Seth, when we're not, uh, deep down the rabbit hole of learning about, uh, <laughs> metal spinning, spinning tops. tops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Forrest is sick. And after our fun whoopsie of, um, me going, uh, not COVID and then it being COVID, I told him he could go ahead and stay home. Um, yes, he deserves it. Yeah. You coughed um, in his face and told him it wasn't COVID. Uh, it, it is, he's been fine for three weeks now since I was sick. So I don't, I don't think this was me, but uh, I won't rule it out. I'll, I'll take, uh, f- five to 10% of the blame. Um, but it's just just, <laughs> but just that. Not, yeah, yeah. Not eleven percent. No, no, no. Not going five, any higher than ten. Five to ten. Um uh Seth and I are uh doing this I think how long has it been since our last just us episode? it's 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 been a long time. I think it's been like a year. Yeah, it's been forever. Um and we both have played the at least one of the games we've played is the same game, which will be fun. Um, Seth mm-hmm, and I have true. Seth and I have played uh, the new Pokemon game. Uh, what version are you playing? I am, of course, playing Scarlet. Hmm. And I, of course, cool am playing fe- Violet, feathered lizard friend. Now uh, I've I only played it for, uh, like I started it last night. Okay. And I got to say uh this introduction in this game is kind of really long and tedious. I haven't gotten to the school yet. I just got to the first town. Okay. So wait till <laughs> Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Um I'm playing Violet, which means I have the uh jetpack friend instead of mm-hmm. the uh feathered dino friend. And they really are your friend. You meet him, yeah. Like within well, ten minutes, and some guy's like, "You want him? You have him!" And he throws the Pokeball at you, and you just own a legendary Pokemon. Let me tell you, it gets weirder than that. Give it, give it time. I'll tell you mm. in a minute. I'm excited um, for that. Yeah. Um. So you know the new Pokemon games, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They are. Um. They have said they're working on the performance issues, which. In my opinion, once you actually get out into the world, the performance issues get better. <laughs> once you're around mm-hmm. buildings is when it's worse, um, in my opinion. But when you're kind of out there running around, it's it's actually not terrible, which is nice. Um, well, they have already done one patch. Yes. they. I, I think because, of course, there's going to be DLC for this one, and it's going to be the... Uh, I I hesitate to call it a platform, but it is going to be the 
um, the Pokemon product for at least the next year. Uh, they're going to yeah. work on this to make it better. Um, and I, yep. I, I think that it will get better. I do. Cause it, there's, I mean, I don't think that, yes, they, they will definitely fix some of the technical issues that are going on. Um, and hopefully fix glitches and stuff. I don't think that they'll, uh, be able to do really anything about the game itself looking bad, which is something I kind of clocked pretty early in in my uh, playing. Like, there's parts you go through, and it's just like, all right, this is... I know people said it was an ugly game, but... Yeah, yeah it's, it's... not great looking. It's not the prettiest, but I also... Um, I don't know if, like, the game is just hitting in the right moment for me. Um, or it's like scratching the right itch, but I, it's not bothering me that it doesn't look good. Cause I am enjoying yeah, I, playing I mean, the I, game. I, it, I think it, I'll get to a point where it doesn't bother me all that much as well, but it is kind of inexcusable after Arceus did, was a good looking game. Yeah. Um, Arceus, like you could definitely, you could definitely tell like the technical limitations that they were working around, but even, even, I don't know if that's a, that is, um, I don't know. I just know that, like, playing Xenoblade 3 was a world filled with way more intricate detail than Arceus was and managed to uh, look good doing it. Um, so even the kind of technical limitations. But, I mean, Ar- this isn't, like, Arceus had a specific, like, it was a sparse game, like, visually, but it, it was a good-looking game. And better looking than uh, these two seem to be. I I think that some of that comes from the fact that Arceus is a game split up into five zones or six sure, zones. Sure. And this game is presented to you as is. The world is truly open and you, uh, the only time you're hitting loading screens and stuff is when you're going into buildings. Um, which the game is obviously trying even to not make you experience that by having the Pokemon centers be out yeah, they're all in outside. the wild, which was crazy to me. I like, I know that like to react like that is a little weird, but like it's something that's fundamental about Pokemon is you go to the Pokemon center and inside of it, there's the two or three things you can do. And then for it to just be loose out in the wild, to where you can easily access access it um, and not have to go into a building is is interesting and also a little strange. I like it, uh, but it is it was kind of jarring at first. I don't know about for you, but it I was like, oh, that is neat, but I'm not used to seeing that. Um, and I I guess it. It was it was a similar thing in Pokemon and in, in Arceus because you were going back to the camp, but um, yeah. like to see the Pokemon Center be redesigned in that sort of way was a little jarring for me. Um, but I want to get back to uh, your first point that you made uh, because it when I first started playing this game, if you were listening back uh, when I when the game came out, I did try to b- start it. And it just was a, it's a slow starter. Um, yeah. It, it is rough how much 
dialogue they make you get through. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember any of it because I just at one point was just hitting the A button and not looking. I was just like, God, this is so long. Um, I like the character uh, Namora. That's her name, right? Namona. Namona. I like her. Um, forgot her name, but um, your mom talks a lot. Namona talks a lot. Uh, the the headmaster of the school comes by. He ends up talking a lot. Um, and you haven't even gotten to the school yet. Uh, which no. once you once you get there, everyone talks a ton. Also, it's another huge grinding stopping point. Um, and it's it's interesting that the game has f- front loaded this so much, and I think it's so that when they set you out, it's you're you're they're hands off because um, right. I'll I'll tell you once you get to the school I do implore you to push past it because they are going to do another 45 minutes of talking to you about the three story paths you can go on and how to go about them mm-hmm. uh, but then once you're done with that you are truly free to do what you wish yeah. uh there's no mile markers there's no arrows telling you where to go you can set stuff and then just go on and do your thing um i want to note that i have screwed myself a little (laughs) um i can't fix it and i probably will but i have made the game easy for myself Mm, on accident uh i spent way too much time in that opening area exploring uh, in the first area. Yeah. And so like all of my Pokemon are like level 20. <laughs> and <Grief>. so by <laughs> by the time I fought Nimona outside of the school, she was fighting with like level 11 Pokemon mm-hmm. and I just steamrolled her. Um, so I, I want to note that um, – one thing I've learned, and some of my friends have warned me, is that the gyms do not power level with you. Yeah. So, um, which is by the kind of ridiculous, but it is it absolutely is is. ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that this game isn't, especially if they want you to, um, especially if they want you to explore all of it at once, or like mm-hmm. not all of it at once, but like. You know, it's a consistent living world. They want you to do it in whatever order you want to. Then you need to add power scaling. Because then... um, So one of the people I know at the comic shop Discord I'm in... um, They got... They were just exploring and... Like really just... They decided I'm just going to wander. And they didn't find a gym until like... And they they ended up fighting, like, the fourth or fifth gym leader as their first one and winning. Mm -hmm. So, like, they had to go back through all the weak gyms and stuff um, because they decided to be intentful with their exploration. But it's it's just insane to me that this is – that's where we're at. Um, I – it's still fun. I – you know, it's fun to feel overpowered. But – it is a little silly that that is that is what's the how they decided to deal with it. Yeah, it's um, 
it's 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 a weird misstep for sure. I'm sure there is there is a reasoning they had for it, but um I don't know. I think part of it ends up coming down to the fact that you know, they're still trying to figure out open world and the fact that they had like I don't know a, a another team like the the team who built Arceus I imagine was completely separate from the team who built this and um I don't know it's just I think it it's part of the weirdness of um the way that Game Freak's development on these games works so I've had a theory in my mind a little bit no like leakers or anything out there um, anything has influenced this this is just something that um, I've kind of thought up on my own that um, they it's almost like they they took two teams of people and was like all right make what you think an open world Pokemon is and then let those teams go and do it just to try to see what the possibilities are or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it sort of feels like the next one that we get will be of like both teams. Having, I, mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I think it's the, also possible. The, it's not the stuff here is definitely, um, a kind of, extrapolation of i think what was in the isle of armor stuff um and the wild area stuff of sword and shield so it's not like they hadn't done it before um like they definitely experimented some from from that that basis in arceus but i don't know i just think it's like it, there's just something about the Pokemon Company and Game Freak that, um, like people, we always joke about Nintendo lacking behind and, um, and their their the weird quirks of their development. Uh, but I and I think that when it comes to Pokemon, that is, um, you know, that happens to an nth degree for some reason. And yeah, it, but it's also weird because like each Pokemon game, they're always trying new mechanics and stuff. So, I, I don't know. I just, it's just a strange thing. I don't understand what the deal with it is. Um, like, we've had kind of three games in a row that people have knocked the way the environments look. I like how they don't look like modern games. I mean, I think RCS looked good, but even, like I said, it was a very sparse game. Um, and it's just it's just strange. Like, it, it feels like like, as if the people who are making had never played open world games. Like, yeah. Like, you look at open world games, they're all over the place and they've all built on each other and they all use a kind of common language that at this point is sort of taken for granted or at least to the ex- or, or at least games kind of trust their players to know this is how open world games work. Um, I mean, and there, there's always these kind of intro periods that have to ex- establish what the world is and the rules of the game and what the general like gameplay loops are going to be. Um, but it's I don't know. It's like as if the Pokemon Company is 
no experience with any of those games and and they're just like like they it's like someone told them about what open world games were and they're like okay yeah i guess we can try and figure that out rather than like con- building on the you know the continuous n- knowledge of of the way other games build on each other i don't know it's just a weird thing i know I, it it i i if it happens again, if they come out with another game that is just sort of busted like this, I, I, it's, I don't know. I, but, you know, this is the game we have. Um, and I'm sure there's there's fun to be had. It is just weird and it's hard to, it's hard to, 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 to look past these weird development things that happen with Pokemon. Yeah. Because they continue to keep happening. The thing is, they keep happening, but there is... Here's the thing. There is something to the game, though. Like, it, it's good. It's hard to get past, like, the weirdness, but there's, yeah. like... Uh, it's frustrating. And that's always been the thing with these Pokemon games is that there is like a core of like since Red and Blue, you knew there's a core of really um, good game mechanics here. And it's just sort of the way they dress it up in different ways that often makes you scratch your head and um, can, things that can feel like sort of counterintuitive to the way all other games work. I don't know. Right. I mean, but like I said, I've only just started it. Um and I'll, I'll I'll pluck at it here and there. Um, I'm excited around, to s- probably playing around other games because un- unless it like truly grabs me at some point, I don't know if I'll be playing it as like my main game. Yeah, it's in there as my main game for now, and I'm gonna try to really let me double check something. I'm gonna really try to beat it, or at least make. A considerable effort before January 20th, which is uh, when Fire Emblem Engage comes out. Right. Because um, this game doesn't stand a chance once that game comes out. Um, geez, the 20th seems really soon on that. We've only got I mean, like you got, one. You got two weeks. We've only got like one trailer for that game. Um, yeah. It's fine. Well, it's I fine. Think, I, I know what it looks I've, like. I've seen I've actually seen a bunch more stuff. Um like in YouTube in ads on YouTube and stuff in social media. Okay. Um, okay. So it's not as if it's not out there at all. And I'm sure like probably next week we'll get a Fire Emblem direct to <laughs> Yeah, that's to, always so they can tell us all the all the new gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Um, so besides Pokemon, oh, let me tell you, um, actually, no, I kind of want you to figure out the weirdness to the legendary Pokemon <laughs> on your own. Uh, cause when it sort of happened, I was like, really, this is, this is what you're telling me. Uh, okay, fine. Um, it's it is definitely a stretch. I'm excited. I'm ready for you to get to it. Um, which you get to it when you're in the school uh, and you you start talking to everyone. Um, 
including your, I wonder if it comes across the same because you have a different professor. Mm. That's um, true. Yeah. I forget the name of my professor because I've only met him through a computer screen. I've never actually met him. Um, but I've only met the headmaster. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to do the, the different storylines and, you know, the play the Pokemon it's, it's working for me right now and it'll work for me until it doesn't. And that's kind of how these games go. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. heck, even my least favorite, uh, sun and moon worked for me until literally about halfway through the game. And I was like, Oh, this is bad. (laughs) And then I stopped. Yeah, just the the premise of Pokemon can carry you pretty far. Right, exactly. Um, But let me... uh, Did I talk about this on the show last week? That I am playing high on life? I think you have, yes. Um, I am going to quit playing. I'm good. I'm done. (laughs) That's a shame. I, I don't know what else to do. I did just get to where I unlocked JB Smooth's gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his dialogue is funny. Uh, the gun is not very good, but his dialogue is funny. Um, maybe, maybe I'll keep playing. I don't know. I just, I need. This is, it's just not funny. It's just so yeah. not funny. And, and it increasingly. Uh, they love to make jokes about uh, their their game missing features that should be there, and that mm-hmm. is such a deal breaker for me because right. it just put it there. What are you? It's not funny or like I or at least subversive yeah, like, in a funny way. Maybe maybe once, um, if it's an intentional design decision. Oh, no, I've hit it like four or five times yeah, in the first half. I, I imagine it, it can go from um, being clever to being stupid really, really quickly. Yeah, that is the problem with Justin Roiland is uh, if even if he makes a good joke once, it's going to happen, you know, 25 more times uh, because the bit is to redo the bit over and over again until it bashes you into thinking it's funny yeah um so it's i mean that's just his style and it doesn't land for me um it used to this is the problem that like i don't know it's not a problem it's just my taste has changed i there is a version of david that thinks this game is brilliant and is the best game ever created because it's hilarious but I'm not there anymore in my life. And it's like been such a weird thing to reckon with at the end of the day. It's where it's like, you know, back in like when, whenever Rick and Morty like first came out um, and even a little bit before then, like I probably would have thought this game was like the peak of comedy. Um, And I just don't have that now. Like we're, we're in such a, largely like post I don't want to track entertainment time by post pickle Rick, but like, (laughs) but like we're, we're so far past that, that the, yeah, 
it's it's been it's been a long time since the Szechuan sauce craze and when Pickle Rick first became a meme. And like I think And yet we're still hearing about it. We're still hearing those God, words all the time. Just constantly. Constantly hearing Pickle Rick stuff and constantly hearing Szechuan sauce. And it's it's becoming you know it's becoming, and this is oh I don't need to get on a comedy soapbox on a video game podcast, but it's it relates to the game. It's the this is becoming Dane Cook, where everyone just mm repeats Dane Cook jokes over and over again in high school, which that mm-hmm. dates me because I, you know, was in high school in 2006, but I'm sure it was like that at your school too, where. Oh yeah. Everyone loved Dane Cook. Yeah. So Heard all the jokes, even though I never watched the specials. Yeah. I'm sure you, you technically watched all of his specials <laughs> by at any point. Um, and that's like, this is, is there something oh, else I can help with? No, Siri. Jeez, Shut up, I'm so Siri. Sorry. My Apple Watch. I'm so sorry. Um, but like it's we're Ask Siri what she thinks about Dane Cook. No, I don't I don't care enough. I Here's don't. what I found on the web. That would be the answer. <laughs> um That's all Siri does anymore. Yeah. I I just wish I don't know, there the there is a game there that's interesting. The Metro because it is a Metroidvania esque <clears throat> first person shooter that is charming in some aspects. And I think that some of the ideas are very good in the gameplay, but everything else surrounding it, um, dialogue wise and even graphics wise and some of its grossness just really doesn't work for me, um, anymore. And, um, I think I have to come to terms with that and stop playing or just get over it and finish it. And we'll, we'll see which one happens. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I would, I probably at this point would rather, uh, put my time into midnight suns. Uh, cause that, that whole deal is interesting me. Um, maybe this is the year that David just plays tactical RPGs the whole year. Mm. Um, <laughs> Like uh, between Midnight Suns and Fire Emblem coming out, I'm I'm going to be off to a good start. Um, so, but what else have you played, Seth? I know you've played something else. I'm I'm excited for you to tell me more about it because you've only texted me about it slightly. Oh yeah. Um, I assume you're referring to my stint in playing Madden. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, did you ever so go buy it? I did not. Um, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's for EA Play users, which is, of course, included in Game Pass. There's like a a demo that you can download for Madden, and there's one for NHL and some other ones. But they're pretty lengthy. They're like 10-hour demos of the whole game. Uh, and because the Jacksonville Jaguars, my favorite team, are currently surging potentially into the playoffs it got me the itch to want to get on there and play um so i downloaded it um and yeah i I, for for a few days i was playing a lot of that in the franchise mode and taking the jags to the playoffs um and you know i got through two seasons and ended i ended the game um I, i i got to the super bowl in the second year and Trevor Lawrence won MVP and um, 
Doug Peterson won Coach of the Year. You know all that stuff. Um, and I was in the Super Bowl uh, when the timer ran out. And the game was just like, all right, that's it. If you want to keep playing, you have to buy the full game. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? It was it was truly it was truly a hilarious event and I just I laughed for a while about it. Um and I still haven't decided whether I want to get the game or not. Um it's not really on sale anywhere, which is annoying. Like if I could if I didn't have to pay seventy dollars for it, which is the problem. Though I know that the uh I'll have to look up how if if it if it because I know it has smart delivery and I know I could get the Xbox One version, but I don't know if it would how it would. Uh, it so they do not do the works. smart delivery on that. Oh, I think okay. it is too. <clears throat> I've done a small amount of research, and I could be wrong, but it I believe it is actually two separate, two different separate games. versions. That's yes. annoying. But yeah, um, like I don't think the game is all that good. Uh, okay. But you played think, two whole seasons of it, and like, I don't know. I've played Madden. Like, there was a time where I was playing Madden in like the in the teens, the like the twenty teens. Um, that I was playing every different every different year's version. Um, I don't remember the last Madden I played before this, but. You know, the whole Madden has moved toward the ultimate team and monetization of that stuff. And I've never been interested. I've only ever wanted to play franchise mode. Even playing the games itself is kind of like, I'm not really good at it. Uh, And usually because I like to play as a Jaguars, the teams that I'm playing with are not good. Um, But, so I don't really have a whole lot to say about the actual gameplay. But I do know that, like... I don't know. In the back of my mind, the franchise mode used to be relatively simple. And with each iteration, you know, they're adding new stuff to make, I guess, to add complexity or depth or replayability. I don't know. There's definitely, like, RPG leveling systems in there. And it's just, it's a lot. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it it, it kind of takes the fun a bit out of it when there's all this different stuff outside of the management of the team that you have to be like paying attention to um and of course the salary cap doesn't work like it does in real life where you can where there are all these ways to sort of circumvent and be able to sign players that you seemingly don't have the money for like none of that stuff is in the game so Mm -hmm. you kind of just have to not sign players or cut players and it's just sort of annoying um and that's kind of what has definitely taken me away from wanting to buy it. Because it's like, I don't know. At some point, I'm just going to not want to play this anymore because the game is too frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I definitely had a fun time in that stretch. And it ended on, on like a perfect note of just the game being over in the middle of the Super Bowl. Oh, it was it made me laugh a lot. Um, horrifically, did you see that, uh, apparently today? Yeah, I saw there was a big thing with people's <laughs> franchise saves getting deleted. Yeah. And that would, <laughs> that would really hurt me. <laughs> so it would just, yeah. 
That would be maybe, a big old bummer. Maybe you should just And I have leave. no way of checking. There's like yeah. literally no way that I could go and see it. It's just Schrodinger's uh, Jag season. It really is. It's just. <laughs> it's it may be there. It may not be. Yeah, they may <laughs> win. The it Super is simultaneously. It simultaneously still exists and has been deleted until I go to see it. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, uh, what else uh, have you been playing besides Madden? Which I if really, if I had, if you had given me a bingo card for, I I've, I need to stop underestimating you to the weird. <laughs> the, the, the random games that I'll play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Madden was not on my, uh, you texting me randomly, you're playing this card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if I would have said anything about it had it not hilariously ended like that. I mean... Which, which I'm kind of glad it did. It makes for a good story. Right. Um, but have you been playing uh, anything else? Um, I actually have been playing a have been playing Banjo-Tooie. I don't know what it was. It was just um There's been something that I wanted to revisit it because I I feel like I I had not played the game since I don't know. I was like early 2000s. Right. Um and you want to talk about a game that's that's sort of it it is kind of a Metroidvania. Like the it it's an interesting game. Um like the first game was a pretty like boilerplate 3D platformer collectathon and that you had these siloed worlds where you had a bunch of things to collect and like moves you would learn that would help you learn around move around that world um and that you could carry forward and and you would need to use in future future levels um and I can understand like what they were thinking, so a lot of the collectibles in this um like you require abilities that you won't get until like one or two levels down the road. And so a bunch of you, like you just have to leave objectives um, uncompleted until you remember that you have the stuff to where you can go back and do it. And there's uh, a bunch of pathways that um, lead from one level to the next. And I think and it, it all it's really cool on paper. The levels are also a lot bigger and uh, more complicated to move around. But it is I don't know. It's a game that I know I I like obsessively completed as a kid. Um but it just it it uh, it doesn't work as much for me as an adult that like right. the first game does. Uh like it's still fun, but um it gets like playing sessions get a lot more tiring because it feels like you you can you spend a lot more a lot of time a lot more time doing like not collecting stuff as opposed to um like it i don't know it's it it's sort of like the antithesis of um Mario Odyssey where you like move two steps and you find a you find a, a moon um like yeah. the, there are obvious uh jiggies that you can find which are like the main collectible that allow you to go to new worlds and that you need to unlock like the final stage um there are some easier ones but it it 
it takes a lot more work to get to and figure out how to collect some of these in this game that it can just it just can just get kind of tiring um like you it's so long between those dopamine hits um and it's also restructured a bunch of the old uh collectibles from previous games that um like in in the first one there were a hundred music notes to find at every level um and in this one they're all rather than individual they're all in like groups of five and then there's one group of 20 and so it you know that takes it down from a hundred a hundred individual things to i don't know uh, like 41 something like that yeah um and it's, so it's just like i i understand the reasons because like the games are a lot I, the levels are a lot bigger and it would be harder to um make those kind of pads of of the of the little music notes everywhere um but i don't know it it's just sort of the i could see where the the thought was it just doesn't it doesn't work for as much for me as an adult which is too bad yeah <clears throat> it's weird because i've really been wanting to replay donkey kong 64 like i'm really hoping it comes out on the um on the switch on the nintendo 64 service but i know really? for a fact that um that that game expands even more on these ideas <laughs> um and you know has like five different characters that you have to collect a bunch of stuff with from every level so um i'm wondering how much i actually will want to replay that game if it if and when it ever comes out on switch yeah i i don't know if they'll ever add that one i know that it's got kind of i think they would i mean you would think they would but isn't it it's kind of like like people don't like that game (laughs) no i don't think it's a it's certainly not looked back on as kindly as Rare's other games were. Right. That's that's more so what I was getting at is that like every like that's just kind of like the black sheep of uh, Yeah, I mean, but even, I, still even it, the, I still think it would make sense for them to put it on there. Even Yo I and I, I know that also the the Yoshi game also is Yoshi's story. Yes. That's sort of a um you know, didn't go over well. Um, yeah, but, that one's interesting because, because like it was a, a a huge departure from what Yoshi's Island was. Um, and, and yeah, yeah I don't I don't like really remember long. what the like critical reaction to it was, but it did like every like every Yoshi game since then has directly like played into that style. Um, outside of like Yoshi's Island 2 on the DS, they've mm-hmm. all been that kind of extra cartoony. Um, and every, and it seemingly every time Nintendo puts out a game starring Yoshi, they're trying to figure out a new way to create a storybook world out of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, was there anything else that you played that I didn't know about? Well, nothing that I played, but I didn't want to talk about. I I watched um, Sonic Prime on Netflix. Ooh, um, I have not watched this yet. It's it it's interesting. It's eight it's eight episodes long and kind of ends not really on a cliffhanger, but kind of in 
like the at, in the middle of the story. Um, mm. So rather than like at the at the outset of the game or of the the story, like Sonic destroys this, you know, egg, insert name here MacGuffin, and it and it shatters the world into. Uh, I guess you could call it a multiverse. They call it the Shatterverse. Um, uh, that sounds like a Sonic sort of thing to call a multiverse. Yes, but it's not really even a multiverse. It's like the one world, that, but it's just broken apart into into a bunch of different iterations, and they, you know, have to collect the items to put the world back together. Um, of course, but it's but it 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 takes place in a bunch of like different iterations of Green Hill. Like one is this kind of uh dystopian uh city and one is this overgrown jungle and one is a, a pirate world um it's a lot of fun it would be a very cool game i think um and it reminds me a lot of like the um old sonic saturday morning cartoons um that you know had all the robot people and all of those characters mm-hmm. that uh sega has since uh abandoned like bunny rabbit and um whatever the princess's name was and all those other people but yeah it's it's a, it's a fun little time um apparently i just looked it up um it is set to have 24 episodes by the end of it oh nice well there's only eight so, out so right there's only eight That's out cool. now um but but you saying it the, ended- uh, the doing the batch releases like they did with Jojo. Yeah, it which is weird. Seems like uh according to the production studio, they they they're going to have 24 episodes. Um I I wonder if uh this I mean of course not to get into Netflix uh f- fun, but um you know, it's just so they can uh, try to keep people on longer. And if kids want to watch Sonic, mm-hmm. they got to wait a couple of months and yeah. stay subscribed. Um, that's the name of the subscription game. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad I am going to watch it. Cause I, I'm interested. Um, I, I Sonic is the disc that's in my Xbox right now. And I still need to, to finish it. I got past the first world. So, um, it's definitely Sonic has been on my mind along with Pokemon and everything else I'm playing. Uh, um, but all right, sick. Um, with that, we will be back after the break. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at, at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. Um, all right, let's let's talk about some news. Uh, one of the things I, I wanted to talk about, Seth doesn't know. There was an article on Kotaku today. Claire Jackson found out some stuff about the Last of Us TV show, which is debuting next week with an hour and a half long episode. Mm. 
insane. That'll um, be long. It will. I don't a, know. It's just a. It's just a movie. It is. Uh, I wonder how many episodes. Well, I know how many episodes this thing is going to be, but how long each episode is. Yeah. Um, I bet but, they're all going to be long. Uh, how? Let's see. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones uh, was considered for the role of Ellie. Mm, she would have been uh, good. She would have been good. Uh, but also, Game of Thrones kind of, you know, I, 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 they were kind of teasing they were going to do a show with her, maybe, and now that's you not think? happening. What? I don't, rec- I don't recall that ever being teased. There was a. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Because at the end of Game of Thrones, she said she's going to take a boat and go on new adventures. I figured that was oh. them saying she's going to go off and have a show about her adventures. Um, uh, it was in very much a nod and wink sort of, I'm going off this way. You know what I mean? Um, I guess so. Uh, maybe I her adventure landed her into The Last of Us. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> um, but the it, it was reiterated that the HBO show will cover all the events of the first game and that there should sure. be some significant changes expected. So I... Huh. How's it going to co- cover all of the events and also there be changes? I don't know. Like, what are they going to change? Is... I mean, like... <laughs> The Hollywood Reporter's breakdown said there will be radical changes to the game story that will shock and perhaps challenge fans. Mm. Obviously, we 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 think that Joel's not going to kill those people. Right. Joel's going to be the good guy. He's going to be a good dad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... You know what? No. Uh, just have Joel die in like episode two or three. And then Tess is the one that takes her to the hospital. Have him be the one that dies. Yeah. That, that would be a unfortunate waste of Pedro Pascal, I think. So I hope <laughs> would, they don't do that. It would be I an think, unfortunate waste of Pedro I think that would be Pascal. a bad decision. Uh, um, yeah, that shouldn't happen. You know, I listen. Radical changes that that implies something that would big. be radical for sure. Yeah. Uh, the other radical change would be that uh, there's no virus at all, and they just need to get to a ah. hospital. <laughs> <laughs> them going across the country to a hospital because they don't have a car. Yeah, they're broke. They broke down, and their pride won't let them accept any help. That's mm. the that's the that's the real Last of Us. Interesting. Um, yeah. That's just like isn't that that movie with uh <laughs> with, what was that? Who were those Steve? Robert Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis, isn't that the plot of that movie? <laughs> oh my god. I I haven't thought of that movie. They get kicked uh, off the plane and Yes. To, yes. Yeah. Uh oh except my they gosh. did have a car. Right. Due date. Uh, that's what it was called. Due date, yes. That was a funny movie. He was basically playing Iron Man in that. Or rather Tony Stark. Or yeah. I guess just Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. 
it's all he's just him. Um, but yeah, that was that was the first Last of Us, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the other and, thing is, and that the same. It, it also ends up with Robert Downey Jr. shooting up a hospital. So. <laughs> The other thing was that Neil Druckmann once pitched The Last of Us' premise to George Romero uh, in 2004, and the director mm. didn't like it and chose mm. another student's idea instead. Mm. You know, that George Romero's a one is a decent, decent head on his shoulders. <laughs> that's too bad. Um, but, all that, right. That's when, that's when Neil Druckmann's uh, cycle of hate began. <laughs> Truly, he, he couldn't let it go. Um, gosh, he's just so mad that the zombie guy didn't like his zombie movie, mm. so he yep. had to had to manufacture it all. Um, yeah, he had to do it. Uh, the other so, some other news that was that's floating around out there um, is that Payday Three had a reveal teaser for and with the date of 2023 and you can wish list it on steam oh. uh payday three is i mean well payday two was an interesting game that i got to play with my friends um a couple of times before it started to phase out of its uh relevance and was very very fun and i i actually would love to play it with you seth it is very interesting um, yeah, I played it a few times. I never really like it. Never really clicked for me. It seemed like something that I would like, but then when I went to actually play it, I was like, mm. "But I was also just playing with random people online." So I'm sure playing yeah. with the party would be would be much different. Oh yeah, and you can just imagine Chris role play yelling mm-hmm. <laughs> across from across the room and stuff. It. Yeah, it it writes itself. I think it would be really fun to play with our group of friends, and um, I, I'm excited. Uh, no word on consoles, but the PC you can wish list it on Steam. So hopefully we learn more, um, and that's good because God knows it's been forever since one was released. Um, I should have done this one second. But uh, Neil Druckmann, I guess, teased in an interview that there's more story to tell for... He thinks there's more story to tell for The Last of Us. Of course. Uh, I guess, yeah. That's Why the not? most unsurprising thing that he's ever said. When is part three coming? You know, it's gonna. I'm sure they're working on it right now. Yeah. Because um, that's what we need. Um the the other thing is that it was floating around that uh the horizon reboot or not re- remake is happening but it is uh it is not being done by guerrilla games um so just one of the other huh. sony studios that they own i guess uh, is doing Maybe they'll it. hand it off to the the team that made days gone oh gosh those poor guys um, they've already, uh, never mind. We don't need to go down that rat, that rabbit hole. Uh, the guys that used to work there are dirt bags and, um, really can't let go that their mediocre, uh, biker zombie game was reviewed negatively or mediocrely. Um, so hey, they, man, really, bikers they really, bikers love like, it. They really like tweeting about it. 
Um, uh, the other thing that I have here besides our last thing that Seth brought up to me, um, is the, listen, you haven't heard us talk about sports story on this show yet. No, we have not played it. That's cause I haven't played it yet. And I, now I don't know if I want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, uh, both conflicted and not inspired to play it. Yeah, so uh, the reviews have been pretty middling for it. Um, a lot of people said that it, it it's kind of disjointed and, and broken in, in places. Um, and then this when this uh, hidden dev room in the game shows up, it kind of gives you some uh, insight into maybe what was going on there, and it does sort of make you go, hmm... Yeah, it's bizarre that inside of the game, so inside the very first game, there was a like 8-bit or like old version of a game called Galf. Yeah. Um, which was a like it was an it was an in-game game. It was kind of like right. a like a NES golf game or even yeah. like even maybe lower than that or like a Game Boy golf game that that these fictional developers were in were making yeah celeste had one yeah um a lot of games have these sort of things um and uh i guess there's a way to get into the dev uh room of people that say they made galf um right and uh they're saying things like uh you could say we're experiencing a troubled development um mm-hmm. you might also say somebody kept requesting new features and the original vision no longer exists. Um one might even venture to say we should have made the game work instead of adding features. Yeah. Uh and this was a secret room. They found it in the the code through like glitching right. or whatever. Yeah, um, you have to perform like a specific glitch to get through a wall to get into this room. Um yeah, it's sort of strange. Um I remember like when they were first talking about like during development how the game was adding all these features and how the scope had expanded like they were the, the developers seemed really excited about it. Um and now it, if you look at this room it seems like it it caused quite a bit of consternation among the actual developers of the game. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to know cuz like obviously not everyone on the development team is represented in the room and none of them have names of course. Um yeah. And so it's just I don't know. It's 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 definitely like it's a peek behind the curtain that makes it um seem like it was uh, not the most exciting or the most um, fulfilling thing for them to be working on. And it does sort of make you go, mm, I don't know if I want to play this. Especially since, by all reports, it's not as strong of a game as the original. No. Though I have read the, like, the golf sequences in the game, though they are kind of few and far between, are still as great as they were in the original. Yeah, one of the things I... One of the things that was pretty uh, damning to me um, I was listening to Giant Bomb today, and Jeff Grubb brought up that 
he's playing the game and because he's in one of the golf sections, he's enjoying playing it. But all the other time, he doesn't like playing it because it is a increasing series of fetch quests with little to no sports in between. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, there's just no charm for the characters. He goes off. Yeah. He, he said that all the charm and um, endearing qualities of these, like, I'm trying to do the best and I'm doing what I can. Like those type of feelings aren't there. Your character is kind of just mm-hmm. there as a proxy. You're not watching someone try yeah. to live up to some potential, um, which is kind of a bummer. Cause one of the best parts of golf story, in my opinion, was the story. Um, yeah. it was just very was wholesome the golf and, story. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Um, and even when there was fetch quests, it would lead to, being better at, at golf or uh, lead to some sort of reward. And um, from what I've gathered, uh, it seems like uh, doing a fetch quest will just lead to you doing another fetch quest. Yeah. Which, which um, isn't great on a game called Sports Story. Right. <laughs> um, it's just such a bummer. It really like... It is. It, it was a game that we were excited for for a long time and and the way it's turned out it sort of makes sense that they uh that the announcement and release of it was just kind of dropped into um the end of one of these uh indie showcase things that nintendo did yeah it was like the five days of indies and the hot during the holidays um and on the last day, it was that sports story is dropped. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's uh. You know, uh, publications have reached out to them and asked uh, how many people on development team knew about the room and stuff, and you know, no one's yeah, answering. I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah <laughs> there's been any like official yeah. word from the studio at all? Like, I feel like it would be a hard thing to sneak into the game, but who knows? Right, exactly. But like, you gotta think this game was supposed to release in 2020, yeah. and if this is the state where, like, uh, I was reading on Twitter the other day where people were hitting game breaking bugs like eight hours in, yep. to where they had to start over. Like, what? What is the? Yeah, to be delayed for two years and then to still come out with a bunch of bugs in it. Um, a yes, certainly a troubled uh, development cycle seems like is what happened there. I think I'll still play it, um, or at least I'll definitely start it at some point. Um, we'll see how much I get through. If it's really not as charming and fun to play as the original one was, right? Because I got other games I want to play. There's so many other games. So many other games. Um, so, Seth, game, tell me... My New Year's gaming resolution is to play games that I want to play. Let me tell I you... Like, I feel like I, I spent a lot of time last year playing through games that I just sort of like was like, yeah, okay, I'll play this because it came out, rather than the other games I've been sitting on that I bought that I actually wanted to play but just have not gotten around to. Yeah. I... uh yeah, trust me. This this year was a lot better. 
because I did that. Um, the only outside uh, influence on this was uh, Last of Us. So that's the <laughs> that's the. And you still have to play too. Uh, no, I don't. I no, I'm keeping. Uh, you have to I'm, do it. I don't. Um, what you uh, an agreement in blood? <laughs> what was the? Uh, What's up with this digital foundry thing? Because I'm sure you've read more about it than I have. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it was last week in like Digital Foundry on their podcast. Um, one of the I forget. I, I'm not sure which guy it was. Uh, but he talked about how because um, you know there's been a bunch of rumors about the Switch Pro and whether or not or not that was going to happen um but one of the guys on digital foundry said that he talked to um developers and different sources that that seemed to confirm that at one point there was a like a switch pro if you will or at least like a a mid generation um re-release of the switch with like upgraded specs or something mm-hmm. like that. It was it was in the plans at one point. But those plans have been canceled and now Nintendo is focusing on the whatever the successor to the Switch will be rather than um um making a a, a stronger Switch uh, before then. And they also said that we shouldn't expect to see whatever this successor is this year. Um, yeah, so it, it was just kind of it, like it, it, it kind of sparked all the talk about Switch Pro once again. And it's a, it's an interesting discussion. Um, because it seems to me like it is a sure bet that Nintendo would just release like a stronger version of the Switch. Because like, where are you going to, I, I it's it's it seems to go against what Nintendo does and that they're always trying to find some new thing rather right. than just specking up like the other like the like the other of the big three do but I don't I don't know that you can they can just move away from this model um and it it, it is like I, I feel like it's like we've talked about I, I feel like it's the perfect gaming system. Um, and it kind of hits exactly what Nintendo wants to do. It creates its own market apart from the other two by being the, you know, the, the handheld thing as well as the home console. And it, it seems like a no brainer that you just make a stronger version of that. Like you could, you could make one with 4k capability and that in in and of itself would be a big enough draw to get new people, um, but according to this, that, and again, this 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 guy is not saying that the next console will not be that. It's just that rather right. than making a more powerful switch, they're instead focusing on whatever like the next proper system is going to be. Like we we did kind of get a refresh with the Switch OLED. Um. So I don't know. Uh, what do you think? I they can't go away from this yet in my opinion. Um 
whatever they build, even if it is a a new system, uh, whether it's a true home console, um, I don't think they can go back to that. I think. Yeah, I, think I don't that, know that I would want another home console. I th- I think that they are in the hybrid business now, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I think that the Switch is, for better or worse, starting to show its flaws. Um, has been for a little bit when Nintendo isn't the one explicitly designing for it, and even sometimes when Nintendo is the one, yeah, um, explicitly designing for it. Um, one of the biggest ones, in my opinion, was uh, that. The, you know, um, still to this day, I always think about, um, freaking the Zelda remake. Um, what was it? Legend Link's of Awakening. Zelda. Link's Awakening. That game ran like dog dirt on the Switch. It would mm. just lose frames everywhere for me. Um, and, it was so frustrating because it did not look like it should have been. Um, and now we're getting up to, uh, I almost called it breath of the wild tears of the kingdom. <laughs> we're, we're coming up to the new Zelda tears the, of the, the untitled breath of the wild sequel. Right. Um, formerly known as right. Uh, we're coming up on that. And I, I'm just, I am both very, very excited, but also very scared for how that game will run and play. Yeah. Um, because the first one, while it ran well, uh, and okay, it ran well and okay. Um, bad in some areas. Um, I just I don't, don't remember know. it ever being bad. Uh, go back in my experience. Go back into the Kokiri forest and the frame rate drops to like 10 or 15 frames per second. It is, mm. but that Again, is the, I don't, I don't, I don't but, remember it like that, but, but that is the most egregious area where it happens. I will say that is, that is the worst. Um, and then everywhere else it's mostly fine, but I, I don't know there at this point where they're at they have released what is at least theoretically the last smash bros on this console Mm -hmm. uh they've released mario kart ultimate essentially (laughs) um they they're got they gotta stick with this sort of platform for a little bit you would think um I mean, it's been what seven years. Yeah, I I mean, like the same sort of platform. Like they have. Yeah, to... I agree. Like I don't think they could move to a strictly just a home console without still keeping the Switch around. Um, like I, I feel like if they were going to make a TV bound console, then they would have to also continue to support the Switch in its own form. Um. As, it has been five as, years as a, as a handheld device. So I don't know. 
it, it certainly been... is clear that the Switch is not like a 10-year console. Uh, no. That's something like there has to be a something new coming. Um, so do you believe when they said it's we're not going to see anything this year about that whatever the next version of the console is? No, I don't believe that. I think mm. we are. I think that we're going to... I mean, it would fit perfectly. We do have a new Zelda coming out. That's that's exactly what I'm getting at. We're it's gonna be the it, that's gonna be the push. Um, there were also those seeming leaks. I don't know if it's been uh, decided if those are fake or, or not of the uh, of the Tears of the Kingdom version of of the Switch OLED. Yeah. That those, would be a knock those against did it. Pop up uh, last week, so um, I don't, I'm not sure which side of this I come down on. I think I think it sort of makes sense. Like we, I I believe we would have seen something by now, especially with all the rumors that there were that one was coming out. Um, so it's it seems pretty clear that one was being worked on because so many people said that they had heard it from developers. And since yeah. it hasn't come in, come out, it would make sense that maybe they've pivoted that to something different. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope it's, we see something about it this year, though. It's like we, we heard about it from developers. Like, there's multiple times where people said they there was developer units at... Right. There's just... There... This is the thing, and it's been in the news cycle for so long that um, there was there's way too much smoke for there to not be fire. Sure. Um, even if it doesn't exist in every, because Bloomberg every year seemingly has had a report yeah. where they have a credible situation. Um, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, there is some form. Like of we it know, that we know that they are working on something. But it's just right. like, what is it? When are we going to see it? Is it the thing that w- has been rumored all these times? I don't know. I hope we. And I hope we see it. Me too. Uh, sometime this year. And and this is I the would same, like to know what is coming out. It's the it's the same game we played with the Switch before it came out too. The you know the NX and whatever. Yeah, but it's and, it's it's different coming off a, a console that was a complete flop. Um, right. And right, like exactly. we had we had Awada telling us like in advance that they were working on the next console. Um because the Wii U was such a was such a a, a, a wet a, a dead fish. Um so we knew specifically that they were building a new thing. Um, and we just, we don't know what yet. So we don't, that's the only real difference is that we, like we have an inclination that they're working on something, but we don't know like what form that's going to take because they do have a successful console that isn't like built. I mean, it's sort of built on a gimmick, but it's more like a foundational feature than something like uh, a waggle remote controller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's it's 
I feel like we end up in the same place in almost every time we talk about this. Right. It it really is. It's the same discussion every time someone comes up about it. We we always say, you know, it could be this, it could be this, and we might see it, and it might not be true. Um, And and it does seem to, like, every few months there is a new thing from someone who said they talked to somebody and X is happening or X is not happening. It is it is this this is old faithful. It yeah. keeps coming back. It it's like the Borderlands movie news was, but uh, then that stopped. This Borderlands movie news and the Activision acquisition. Yeah. Just <laughs> this is always something new about it. Yeah, keeping the, the media cycle turning. Um But was there any other news that you cared about this week? There was an insane thing about how the Hitman games, Hitman 3 is being turned into Hitman World of Assassination. Yes. And they are rebranding all it. the games into it. And so I guess whenever that happens, you won't be able to buy the original games anymore. It, yes. It, it makes sense they're consolidating all of the games into one thing, but they're doing it in such a weird way. I think it's kind of funny. It is. It is very funny. Um, <laughs> it is weird. Uh, but apparently, if you get Hitman 3 before this change happens, once a change does happen, you'll get access to all the stuff from 1 and 2. Oh. That's I'll, my understanding I'm, of it. I might have to get that then, because I've yeah. never played any of them. But you don't get any of like the bonus stuff that they've added onto 3. You still have to buy that stuff separate. Yeah. Um, so, did yeah, you I don't know. S- Okay, so one last news thing. I'm sorry. Uh, did you see... I'm trying to see the... I'm trying to see so I can att- properly attribute who said it. But that uh, it wasn't Yoshi P. It's the other Yoshi uh, for Final Fantasy. But he said that there is something else Final Fantasy related being announced this year that's big that is not related to Final Fantasy 7 or 16. Huh. Well, I mean, it's gotta be Final Fantasy 8 remake, right? So, apparently it's a Final Fantasy 9 remake that people are saying. So the the two games that were you know, the, the other wellspring of knowledge, Seth, is that NVIDIA leak that happened right. <laughs> where seemingly everything has come true out of it. Yeah. Um, in the NVIDIA leak, there was the Final Fantasy Tactics remake. Sure. And the Final Fantasy Nine remake. Um, okay, so those will probably be, like, that Nine remake will probably be more in line with what the Final Fantasy Eight remaster was. I hope so, at least. I'll be mad if they do a full remake, like seven-style remake of nine. Ignore eight again. Uh, Yoshinori Yoshinori Kitasi, yeah, um, yeah, was the person that said that. Um, he said, "Ba ba ba." Final Fantasy sixteen is set to re- release this year. Yoshi P needs your support now more than ever. Um, development is picking up speed on the title I'm producing, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
There's also another big announcement unrelated to Final Fantasy VII that I can't say anything about just yet. Maybe it is Final Fantasy Type One. Uh, did I like the sequel to Type Zero? Oh, I I remember well, a while back there was like uh, I'm trying to remember. I, there was like a logo of it. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Final Fantasy Type Next. Uh, Hajime Tabata expressed over creating the project, but it was never confirmed. But Tabata has since left. I'm trying to remember. I, I remember seeing like a logo of something. I mean, Type Zero was back. cool. I never yeah. beat it, but it was cool. So... I mean, I would play it. I need to replay. I need to find a way to play Type Zero again. I'm sure that it's backwards compatible. Um, but I got pretty far in Type Zero. So, um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, with that, sorry about talking about Final Fantasy without Forrest here, but that's what he gets for not being here. Um, uh. He's not going to be here next week either. I'll be okay. Uh, Seth and I will be hopefully much further in Pokemon because um, I am I'm getting wrapped up in it. The problem is I just I'm uh, doing the thing I did with Just Cause three when I was playing it, where or Just Cause two, where I was doing all random stuff and not actually yeah. the story stuff. <laughs> I'm just running around and catching Pokemon. Uh, hopefully, leveling up my Roundula to evolve. Because that thing is dope. That little cute ball of yarn. Um, but it's with, yarn's probably silk. Yeah, probably. Because it's a spider. Yeah. Um, but with that, we appreciate you listening as always. And we will talk at you next week. Bye. Later, dudes. <laughs>